Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 152 and another edition of the Growth Series. Before we get into today's topic, just wanted to kick things off with a question. We had a question uh, come in this week through Builder Funnel Academy. If you're not a member, definitely want to check that out. Head over to builderfunnelacademy.com. And there's some information there about joining. And you can always reach out to us here at radio at builderfunnel.com. And we can get you some links and, and get you signed up. But the question came from Kurt out in the Seattle area. And he really was asking the question around, like, how do I track or do you have a good way to track basically full funnel metrics? So he was asking about raw leads, like sales qualified leads, appointments, and then moving into customers and then how do you track that historically so comparing like conversion rates and then the second part of that question was around how do you figure out the value of a lead and when you're trying to hit a revenue goal how do you figure i guess figure all that out and it was a very very meaty question so i figured i'd address some of it here on the podcast and then obviously within builder funnel academy and our community we're sharing links and resources and, and all kinds of good stuff to to tackle that question but really what i wanted to share here on the podcast today was lots of these details can be super helpful but sometimes we have a tendency to overthink or get too much in the weeds so I think step one is really making sure you know the basics. So how many raw leads are you getting in every single month? So phone calls, people filling out forms on the website, you know, email inquiries coming directly in, email introductions, any name and email address that comes in as a raw contact, a new lead into the business. And then how many of those get pre-qualified in terms of you talk to them on the phone, see if it's a good lead, then they become sales qualified. And then you move them into an opportunity and you progress through the sales process until they sign either a design agreement or just a assigned and contract for whatever the project is. And through all that, one, one metric that I really like to look at is basically raw leads to customers. And so if you track this data over time, you can, you can figure out how many raw leads you need to dump a customer out the bottom of the funnel. And this is a really helpful metric because as you're going into your goal setting season and you're thinking about your targets and everything, a lot of times you know your average project size and you know what revenue you want. So if you want to be at 2 million and your average project size is 100,000, then you need 20 projects. Well, if you need 20 projects and you know your raw leads to customer number. So for one of our clients, we've calculated this and it's 23 
raw leads equals the deal, signed deal. So you can do the math on that and you can say, okay, I need 20 projects times 23 raw leads. And that's 460, I think, leads per year. And then you divide that by 12 and now you know your monthly lead number. And so it's a very simple way to do it. Obviously, we can break that down into like which channels produce the best leads. Some leads are probably better than others. Some projects are more revenue than others. So if you can, you want to figure out those channels that give you the best biggest projects are the best projects. But until you've taken this first step, then it's really hard to, to take those next steps. So my big takeaway for today is see if you can figure out what your raw leads to customer number is, whether that's 15 or 20 or 50. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. You want the accurate information, then you can go about improving it if you don't like that number. Or you can just say, great, it's 30 leads equals a deal. How do I get 30 more raw leads into the top of the funnel? And I know that that'll, a law of averages will kick out one new project. So with that being said, again, if you want to join the Academy or learn more about that, head over to builderfunnelacademy.com. That's got a whole bunch of information about our methodology, our process, everything that we run through, pretty much no-brainer in terms of pricing to, to join. You know, if you land a project from you know the templates, the tools, the tactics that we give you, it'll pay for multiple years of, of the academy. I think one of the, the most fun parts about it is our community section where everyone's asking questions and we're chiming in with answers and you can hear from your peers on what they're doing and we do a live monthly Q&A call. So go ahead and check out the website or just shoot me an email over at radio at builderfunnel.com and we'll point you in the right direction. All right, with that being said, let's jump into the topic of the day, which is CRM. So talking sales software, basically customer relationship management. And the question really is like, what is the best one out there? Because there's a million different CRM programs and they all have different bells and whistles and functionality. And so I do have a preference in terms of CRM program that I like and I use, and I'll, I'll get to that and talk about that a little bit. But more importantly than that, I just wanted to give you a framework for how to pick the best CRM for you. Because I don't think there's just, this is the best answer for every single one of you listening. Yeah, there's probably a few choices out there that would do really well for most of you. But at the end of the day, it does have to line up with what you're looking for. And so I wanted to give you six different things that I would be looking for in a CRM if I were in your shoes. And then I'll talk about uh, the CRM that we like and that we use. And I've been using it for maybe seven or eight years now. So the first one is it's got to be easy to use. It's got to be simple. So with technology, I find that technology can be amazing. And it can have a lot of fancy stuff, but if nobody on your team uses it and nobody understands it, then it's useless and it's a waste of money. And so it's got to be really easy to use. It's got to be easy to adopt. You want everyone on your team that's going to be using it to be able to learn it fairly quickly and, and not have to go through a ton of brain damage. There's obviously always new processes and a learning curve with adopting technology, but Hopefully, this will be one used for a long time. And so um, you want to get up and running quickly. And then if you have to train new people, then that's not a huge barrier as well. So I would definitely keep that as a top factor as you're looking at different CRM programs. Make sure it's easy to use. The next one is integrations. So connections. Make sure that it is tied in with a lot of other programs. So tied in with marketing tools. So if you use an email tool or automation tools or analytical tools, 
you want it to tie in with that. It should tie in with things like booking links, you know, so if you're using those to have people, leads and prospects automatically book meetings, it should tie in with something like that. Any sales enablement type tools, you know, so templates and meeting links, and then, you know, ideally financials, so QuickBooks, and it should integrate with with those things. So as you're evaluating a CRM, look for just integrations in general. Does it integrate with other tools you're already using? Um, does it seem like they're expanding their integrations or is it a fairly closed system? Generally, I really like open systems. Open meaning they are willing to and they have connections to lots of other tools because then you're just skipping tons of manual effort in the future. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so the third one is it should forecast and help you forecast revenue. So some sort of funnel pipeline, you know, view and forecasting, you know, if you have a bunch of opportunities at your first meeting stage in your sales process, and then you have a bunch more in your second meeting and then your design meeting, and then, you know, contract sent, you have all these phases and you have potential revenue in those phases, right? Like $200,000 project here, $50,000 project there, 150 here. It should total all those up. And then basically you can assign closing rates to those. So maybe you close 30% of all of your first meetings and you close 50% of your second meetings and you know 90% of people that go through design. Well, it should take everyone in that stage, multiply it by the percentage, and then add all those up in kind of a roll-up report to help you forecast revenue. So you can say, okay, everything that's in my pipeline, if it moves through and I win and I lose at kind of my normal average rates, then I should be at X dollars in revenue based on what's in the pipeline today. So a good CRM will give you that revenue forecast, which obviously is super helpful from a business standpoint, whether it's hiring or cash flow or, hey, do we need to ramp up marketing like pipeline slowing down, things like that. Fourth thing on the list is accurate and simple reporting. So similar to forecasting, but it should be able to give you data around you know which deals are closing, how long it takes to close a deal, where everyone is at in the stages, you know, how many leads, you know, do you have in the system versus like sales qualified leads? And then if you want to start running simple reports on like 
where are my best leads coming from? Is it certain neighborhoods? Is it certain marketing channels? And so those can all be set up through tags or you know different things depending on the program you're using. But once you kind of set it up, then as long as whoever's entering in new contacts is tagging them with the correct information, then you should be able to very simply report on all of those things. And, and that tends to be really strong and valuable business insight for you as you move forward. You might find, hey, we get all our best projects from you know, these two neighborhoods, but we're not getting enough leads from those neighborhoods. So, okay, what can we do to solve that? And that's that's the kind of thing that you want to be able to pull out of us. The fifth thing that I think you want to look for is scale. So does the tool have what you need today, but then can you add more? Can you get more advanced as you grow? So are there more features that maybe you don't need now, you don't necessarily want to pay for now, any of those types of things, but you don't want to be switching to a new CRM after you get to the next level. So I like tools that have entry level tools and then you can get really advanced and everywhere in between because changing systems is a lot of work. It's not impossible. And for the right change, I would recommend making the right change. But in general, if you're using a CRM, it's working, then it's easier to stay with that system. And so it's nice to have a, a tool that you can that will grow right alongside you. So look for something that's got maybe more features that you need that you could always get later. And then the sixth thing that I was really thinking about with all of this is you want a tool that you know has good training and support. So whether that's you know videos and tutorials and different things to help enable you and your team to to get you know up to speed on the tool and learning about new features that are being added. But then you know can you call? Can you talk to people if you get stuck? So what kind of resources does that CRM program have for for those types of things? And so I think as you're looking at different systems, those are the six things that I would keep top of mind in terms of evaluating it for your company. So is it easy to use? Does it connect to all your other tools that you're using in terms of marketing, sales, or financial? Does it forecast revenue? Does it give you good reporting? Will it scale with you? And then what kind of training and support? So with all that being said, I'll throw out our recommendation, or at least my personal recommendation, to at least evaluate it through this lens, you know, of these kind of six different things. And that is the the HubSpot CRM. And it's kind of interesting because they came onto the scene as a marketing tool. Gosh, I think it was in the late 2000s. So 2000, maybe six, seven, eight, somewhere in that time frame. I bumped into them in 2010 and they were just a marketing tool, right? So it was all about you know content and SEO and, and driving traffic to the website and then kind of like integrating a whole bunch of different tools into one. That was what initially drew me to them was not having to kind of duct tape a whole bunch of different marketing tools together. But uh, a few years in, I think they realized, gosh, marketing and sales tools really go together and they need to be tied together. And so they actually just built a, a CRM and they made it free. And then they have paid tools and upgrades so you can add those things on as you go. But I'll, I'll kind of walk you through why I really like them. And I think that it's worth you checking it, checking it out if you haven't adopted a CRM or if you're not super thrilled with your current one. And the main reason is that all my data is in one spot. So marketing data, sales data, it's all connected. And so what I get with that is closed loop reporting. Meaning if somebody does a Google search, they land on my website, they browse around for a little bit, they download an ebook or a guide or whatever, they fill out a form. Now I know who they are, 
And now they're going to get my emails. So they're going to get an email once a week or twice a week. They're going to open, they're going to click, they're going to revisit the website. I can see all of that data in the contact timeline. And then when they book a meeting and I talk to them, now all of my notes, sales notes are integrated with all that marketing information of they open these emails, they viewed these pages on the website. Oh, and I had this meeting and this meeting. And then when they became a customer, I can go back and see at the very beginning where they came in. Was it Google Organic? Was it Google Paid? Was it Facebook? Was it Instagram? Was it House? Was it you know any channel? Whatever that may be, wherever they came from, I can track it all the way back to that. And so that is one of the biggest reasons I like um, the HubSpot CRM, but also just the HubSpot system in general, is that it ties all of that data together. It all lives in one place and all the tools are talking to each other versus like trying to duct tape all these different tools together and your data is all fragmented and you can't really make sense of it or you've just got to do a lot of work to, to do that. So honestly, that's the biggest reason. I think it's easy to use. You know, it it has an open API and they ha- they connect in with Zapier. So they check that box in terms of connecting to other tools. And then some of the other bullet points I went through, like the forecast revenue, simple reporting, you can customize a lot of it in there pretty easily. They have templates and meeting links that are all integrated in and they definitely have scale. They they have an enterprise product on that side. I don't use all their functionality. I think I'm on their starter product, which is like 50 bucks a month. And, and that's enough for for what we need here at Builder Funnel. And then they they have really solid training and support. So that's my you know pitch for them. I wanted to at least leave you guys with a recommendation. I, I've used a number of programs over the years. I've used Salesforce. That was just overkill and you know just kind of a beast and didn't really need everything that it has to offer. Not as intuitive, I would say. And then I've used HiRise in the past, which is another CRM. That was pretty simple, but it didn't have a lot of great reporting, training, and you know, kind of some of the templates and things that I really needed. It was almost too simple. And I feel like HubSpot sits in a good middle spot where they're, they have a lot of horsepower, but they've made it really easy to use and, and simple to use. So that's my pitch, but check them out. And if you're already using a CRM that you really like, I'll never tell you, hey, you got to switch. Because I think as with all software, the best tool is the one that actually gets used and your team uses it and puts in the correct data and gives you the information um, that you want. So at the end of the day, that's what matters. But hopefully this, this episode helped you think through how to evaluate a CRM program for your company using kind of that methodology. And then obviously you can check out HubSpot, just Google them and you'll find them. So with that being said, we'll wrap up and I will see you guys next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.